0: follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. As always, we continue to watch uh, things unfold in our nation's capital. And someone who always has their eye on the prize when it uh, deals with Washington, D.C., someone we often turn to as both a great inside source and uh, one just a great reporter and writer, uh, David Drucker, uh, who's been with the Washington Examiner uh, for a number of years. And uh, we're going to let him make a little announcement on the air today. Uh, David, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Thanks so much. So before we get to those minor things like, you know, Speaker of the House and stuff, uh, let's talk <laughs> about <laughs> let's talk about your update because I'm, I'm pretty excited for you and uh, excited uh, for all of us. Well, I,
1: I appreciate it. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to start with the dispatch. Um, it's been a great run at the Examiner, but I'm ready for a new challenge. And I, I think I'm going to be in a better position to provide the kind of uh, deep reporting and analysis that I think will, you know, hope a lot of people um, are interested in reading so they can try and figure out what the heck is going on where I live.
2: Uh, That's fantastic, and uh, we have great friends uh, at The Dispatch. In fact, we have uh, most of your soon-to-be colleagues are uh, regularly featured on our program here on Inside Sources. and So we welcome you to that pool, and uh, a lot of our listeners are, are great fans of The Dispatch as well. It's a great source to go to. Uh, to get it straight, to get it deep, and to get it right. And uh, so we're excited to have you as a part of that team. So give us your sense. You've been roaming the hallways there in uh, Washington, D.C., and watching all of this play out. Give us a, a high level. Obviously, we've gone through round 13. It was uh, not the magic number, although uh, he did peel off one more vote. Uh, so we're just starting the nominations for round
1: 14.
2: Uh, tell us what you're hearing. What's your sense?
1: Well, listen. He he flipped a lot of votes today. I mean, he made an incredible amount of progress. Kevin McCarthy did in his quest to become Speaker of the House. He's still about three votes short. It's not clear where those votes are going to come from yet. I know there are some members of Congress, some House Republicans, that left town uh, for personal reasons that are going to head back so they can they can vote. Uh, that would help matters. Uh, but we're they're still they're still looking for ways to get this thing over the top, and it's you know, it's like that old saying, boy, you know, nothing's done until nothing's agreed to until all of it's agreed to. Well, <laughs> we think we see, you know, a possible pool of a few votes where they could come from. But, you know, given the nature of all the wheeling and dealing McCarthy's had to do with a small, small faction of conservatives or insurgents, as I like to call them, um, to get their support and put those votes um, you know everything's just very delicate right now yeah. but 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 McCarthy's clearly in a much improved position from where he was when the day began.
2: oh absolutely yeah i think the uh, the the change in momentum uh, was so palpable just in that first round you could almost just feel uh, it was like the train wheels just started to turn over just a a little bit and obviously those those remaining six uh, holdouts uh, that uh, are are not voting for Kevin McCarthy uh, there's a few of those that uh, may be in that never Kevin camp uh, and may not flip, but do you think there's a, a number of those that could at least get to the voting present camp? You know where they could still say, "Hey, I didn't vote for him," uh, but still uh, allow the process to be completed.
1: I don't know. You know, it's it's one of those things where that makes a lot of sense logically, and it's a way for them to compromise with their colleagues to try and live up to their promise that they would never, you know, vote for. Um, for for McCarthy, but, you know, think back to your days uh, working in the United States Senate. Uh, You know, imagine a U.S. senator voting for cloture, but then voting no on final passage, right? On the cloture vote, it requires 60 votes. The final passage vote is a simple majority. And then you're trying to explain, well, listen, I, I voted for cloture. A lot of the debates continue, but I voted no on final passage. But everybody knows because of the hyper-aware era that we're in that, well, by voting for closure, by voting to end the filibuster, you allowed it to get to a point where it could pass without <laughs> your votes. So who are you kidding? And so I'd say I don't know if you can vote present and still argue you oppose McCarthy when your present vote paved the way for him to win.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's very interesting. In and of course, those mental gymnastics uh, never end in D.C. Uh, they have just uh, started to vote on a motion to adjourn. So this is interesting to me. Um, it seems like that the they. The thinking
1: here is that they believe that getting some of these members, the House Republicans who had left town for personal reasons, Wesley Hunt's wife had a baby, um, and Congressman Kevin Hearn. Uh, his mother passed away. He' had gone home for her funeral. I don't know if Hearn is coming back. Ken Buck, a Colorado Congressman also left uh, for personal reasons. getting buck and, and and hunt back at the very least, I think House Republicans think that literally puts them on the brink. and then you try and pick off one more, maybe two more. I've got to you know, I'm doing mental math here, and, and <laughs> I get very confused every time I go through this. But so I think the thinking is they adjourn. Because they're not going to get any—they adjourn because the next time they vote, they can add to the total, and and that's, you know, how you really put pressure. Yeah. So I think that's the thinking with the the adjournment. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out if they're voting to adjourn for the rest of the day, for the weekends. I, I can't tell uh, from my screen here what they're actually uh, adjourning for, what the length of the adjournment will be. Um, but we'll we'll watch that as we uh, as we go along. So, as you've watched this whole thing play out, uh, David, what what have you sensed? What have you learned in terms of uh, the potential Speaker McCarthy? What his uh, leadership will look like uh, if he does end up with the gavel in his hand? What does it mean for someone like a Chip uh, Roy?
1: Listen, I think Chip Roy actually can come out of this whole thing looking really good because you know there are a number of. of of House Republicans that are opposing McCarthy for all sorts of reasons, Chip Roy kept his uh, his reasons for opposition very principled. Even mm-hmm. if even if people want to argue they're misguided, even if people want to argue that he's wrong about how the House operates, but he wanted particular rules changes. He wanted particular um, you know he wanted to make the rank and, power, rank and file more powerful. Um, he got the changes he wanted, and he got on board. Yeah. Um, I think the issue for McCarthy is if he's given away so much that he doesn't have the power to use the gavel to do anything. And if he's going to be whipsawed by the rank and file, if they're not going to give him the power to negotiate, this is not an era of strong committee chairman. And you've got to have some sense of order in the House in order to get legislation passed. You can see what happens when a majority can't come together and function. Mm. And and so, you know, and it, look, I, I think the real test for McCarthy and it may not even be a fair test, given how this House majority is going to run. But at some point, House Republicans are going to have to negotiate or talk to Senate Democrats who run the Senate and President Joe Biden, who is a Democrat, and they're going to have to pass things yeah. unless they just don't want to. And they can talk all they want about holding the line and forcing one chamber of commerce and a white house to do what they want but that chamber of congress and uh, and any president including this president are going to look at house republicans with their small minority, majority and say actually we want you to do what we want and we'll just wait you out because we're unified we have leverage too and you know you it's going to be a matter of whether House Republicans can hang together and agree amongst themselves. Mm. And there are a lot of pragmatic conservatives in the House among Republicans who are not going to want to play the same kind of hardball from a policy perspective as will, you know, the Freedom Caucus or, you know, members of the Republican Study Committee. And, and so, I just think it's going to be a very difficult thing for McCarthy to give conservatives what they want while also satisfying the pragmatists. There could be disagreements over defense spending and and all sorts of things. Um, And then dealing with Chuck Schumer and President Biden uh, and the fact that not every Senate Republican is going to agree with what House Republicans want to do on various topics, defense spending possibly being one of those issues. It's just going to be difficult.
2: Yeah, it is going to be fascinating to watch all of that play out. And we look forward to having you weigh in on all of those things from your soon-to-be perch at the dispatch. And, again, so uh, glad to have you on board there. I think that's a great move uh, for the dispatch, and uh, hopefully it's a great perch for you uh, to continue to do your deep dive reporting and uh, give us some great analysis there. Dave Drucker, uh, again, uh, moving from the Washington Examiner. Again, uh, great run there, great impact there, and now headed to the dispatch uh, for a new season. Uh, we look forward to that. Thanks, David.
1: Thanks so much, Boyd. Take care.
2: All right, uh, that's David Drucker again. We look forward to having David uh, around as he moves over to the dispatch in the coming weeks, and uh, he's he's great. He uh, has all the inside sources in Washington, D.C. Uh, rarely would I walk the halls in our nation's capital without running into David somewhere. He's always uh, on the beat, always uh, looking for the angle, but always looking for it in a deep-dive kind of way. He's not interested in the uh, uh, the top-line sizzle stuff. Uh, he wants to know where the depth is. So just to give you a quick update, uh, currently in the House of Representatives, they are voting on a motion to adjourn. It looks like it would be just until later this evening. Uh, We have uh, one report that has uh, Representative Ken Buck from Colorado uh, returning home, uh, returning home, returning back to D.C. about 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, He has voted for Kevin McCarthy, so that would give Uh, Kevin McCarthy, one more vote there. So we'll continue to watch how all of that plays out. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to talk to a rabbi about resetting the table and some lessons from the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that we might just want to apply right here at home. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined
2: up. pound on the door boom 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 and there was the police once
1: again you can binge all of the episodes of hope and darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts